0: You're listening to another edition of the Jessica Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition, and it's very good to be with you here today. Um, we are really excited. It's it's just spectacular weather here in the state of Iowa. The leaves have not Changed a bit yet, uh, but we're heading into fall. Uh, I know I'm time stamping this a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's okay. Um, it's plenty of time left for bicycling, and and we're really excited about uh, the opportunities. Uh, I know I've been out there quite a bit, um, doing some rides and and exploring some trails and having some fun. Um, and that's that's easy to do. Uh, there's plenty of things to enjoy in the state, which is is fantastic. Um, I want to start out with a little story because it lends into one of the topics that I want to talk about today um, and that is so I was at the Ragbri Roadshow in Mineola and uh, we're we're trying to uh, liquidate our inventory for the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. We've got a, a lot of jerseys and t-shirts and and some odd size stuff that we're uh we're trying to uh find homes for and people that will enjoy them. And anyhow, so we're out there in, in Mineola. Um it was a really nice uh nice day uh and we had a lot of people coming up from all over Council Bluffs and Omaha and, and places all around there. And so we're we're there and um we have our I bike and I vote t shirts sitting out. And this uh this guy comes up and says to me Oh, I wish that just said "I bike. I think that other stuff is too political, and uh you know, I tell you what I was a little taken aback because uh, yeah, uh voting is is political, um but it's not partisan and i and I think that's a difference that people need to understand. Is that when the Iowa Bicycle Coalition says we want you to vote, it's not because we want you to vote for a, a particular candidate. We want you to vote. We want to be known as the group of people like senior citizens or veterans that that get out and vote. And and I think bicyclists should be in that same category that they can uh, um, they can count on. Uh, bicyclists being out there so you you want to listen to the bicycling issues if you're a political candidate and and i think that's important so i don't care who you vote for but i do want you to get out and vote um i think it's important um for a lot of different reasons but I, i think it's it's a right and responsibility that that we all as citizens have um I think you should also be responsible and research your candidates and, and get registered and, and make good decisions based upon your interests. And and uh, like I said, I haven't suggested a candidate or or party or anything like that that you should vote for, but I do think that you should vote, and I think you should do it in your best interest. Um, you know, it's easy for somebody who, who does vote uh, regularly um, to assume that, Everybody is registered, and everybody um, makes a choice on whether or not they they vote. Um, and that's honestly not always the case. So I ran into a friend of mine who's younger, and and was talking with this person, and they told me uh, that they weren't registered to vote. I was urging them to, you know, and of course they're they're pretty dis disenfranchised they're they're like ah you know everybody lies and i don't trust and you know all those usual things that you're hearing uh, from a, a person that that doesn't vote and and so i i think i, I have them convinced that they're going to to register to vote and uh, and vote this year uh, which is pretty exciting um and one of the things they asked me, which, which really kind of threw me back, but also made me realize that not everybody knows how to do this. Uh, but they asked me a fairly simple and honest question is, does it cost money? And, and no, it, it doesn't. This is your right as a citizen. Uh, this is something by, by, being a citizen in the United States, you get to do. It doesn't cost you anything. There's no there's no penalty for going to do it. So um, I, I thought that was really kind of a, a interesting question, but a good opportunity that we can educate people uh, to get out there and, and register to vote. So your first step, if you're going to vote this year, and you should, but your first step is to register to vote. In Iowa, this is easy. Um you can actually go online. Uh, if you have your driver's license number uh, handy, you can go online. There's a website at the Department of Transportation. The DOT has this uh, where you can in type in your information. And it's pretty simple. There's only uh, six or seven fields on this this whole form. And uh, you type in your name and your address and your uh, driver's license number and um you know to check a box that says you're you're telling the truth, and and then voila, you are registered to vote. They send you a handy little card in the mail. Hold on to that card. There's a very special reason you want to hold on to that card uh, because it has a pin number on there for your absentee voting. Now I, I say that that you should hold on to that card because it has a pin number on it, but you don't necessarily need that pin number in order to vote. Okay. Um, so if you're, uh, if you're voting absentee, um, you want, that means you want a ballot, you request a ballot be sent to you at home. Uh, so you can fill it out in the comfort of your home, stick it in an envelope, sign the envelope, and then mail it back, uh, to the, the county auditor that will tabulate your vote. Um, and they provide envelopes and everything for you. Don't, don't worry about that. Um, anyhow, um, uh, so you need that PIN number or, uh, there's, uh, your driver's license number once again you can put down and they have the ability to, uh, check and make sure that you are the actual person, uh, that, that is voting. Um, or you can go and, and vote at a polling place. Um, so you look up your polling place because everybody's address is a little bit different. Uh, and you go to that polling place location where they have voting booths set up and you go in, you check in, uh, Iowa is an ID state. So you need to bring your identification with you. Um, they may or may not request that. Um, but, uh, if they do have it there, uh, and then go ahead and, uh, you get your ballot, mark off who you want to vote for and then um, you turn it back into the machine, and it's counted. Uh, that, that simple. Um, if you do vote absentee, one of the other things that you can do, which is really cool in the state of Iowa, is that you can track your ballot. Um, so if you've voted absentee, and you wanna make sure that it made it, and it's counted, uh, you can go on the Secretary of State's website and type in your name and, and information about you, um and it will bring up uh whether or not your ballot has been counted. Um so there is some security behind uh the voting process, which I think is great. Um this is a podcast, so I'm sure you're not jotting all this stuff down. Um so really simply, you can go to our website iowabicyclecoalition.org/vote. Uh once again, that's iowabicyclecoalition.org/vote and it will give you the information on voting in the state of Iowa. If you don't live in the state of Iowa, you're going to have to uh you're going to have to look that information up yourself, go to uh, voterready.com um or uh, boy, you can hardly go on Facebook or Instagram without seeing information on how to register to vote or or voting itself. Um, so there's information out there if you're not from Iowa. Uh, if you're from Iowa, go to our website, iowabicyclecoalition.org, slash, vote. Um, the other really cool thing that you can do at our website is we have some uh, a form that you can fill out with your name and address and such. And once you're there uh, and you fill that form and you hit submit... Um, it will bring up the candidates for your particular district. Um, And that's important. If you're researching who you're going to be able to vote for, um, they're all going to be listed there uh, from president all the way down to whatever the the local or the state office is going to be. Uh, And so those candidates will be appearing on your ballot. And there's also links. So if you want to go check out their Twitter or their website or Facebook or, or any of those things, uh, those things are going to be linked on, on our, on our webpage. Uh, and this is going to be specific to your legislative district in, in the state. Uh, because keep in mind, we have 99 different legislature, or excuse me, 100, why I misspoke there, 100, uh, house districts and 50 Senate districts across the state. Okay. Um, so your senator and your, uh, your house representative is going to be different probably than my senator and my house representative because we live in different parts of the state. Um, so you want to make sure that you know who you're voting for and, and, get an idea. And, and these people are available and, and they work for you. Uh, so feel free to ask them questions and, and ask them about their, their positions on bicycling. Um, and, you can uh, you can learn a lot right there uh by by visiting their websites or their twitter handles or any of those things um so it's a good opportunity to learn more uh most of all i'm going to also leave you with that uh that overarching theme that i keep saying here i want you to get out there and vote it's important okay um item number 2 um We're having an event coming up on October 17th. Ooh, an event. Yeah. Um, but this one's going to be different. This is the Iowa mountain bike festival. This is something that we were planning since this fall. Um, it's going to be in Coralville, Iowa. Um, it's going to be at uh, the clear Creek park and it's in conjunction with the city of Coralville. Um, uh, Clear Creek Park, if, if you haven't been out there, and, and I don't think a lot of people probably have, um, there's, uh, some opportunities for, for some really cool stuff out there. Um, first of all, uh, we'll get the COVID stuff out of the way. Um, it's 110 acres of park, um, and they're gonna have areas sectioned off, you know, kind of spray painted on the grass, uh, that you can claim as your kind of base camp. And, um, so you're socially distanced from people, uh, if you want to kind of, you know, have a picnic and uh, throw out some some uh, space there, um, there's uh, there's plenty of space. Uh, it's not a bike ride per se. It's uh, more of a ride at your own uh, on the mountain bike trails out there. Uh, we will have some seminars and such, so I encourage you to register. We do have a website set up. It's mtb. Iowa Bicycle once again, that's Um And we're looking to get some variety of things out there. Um, the city is partnering with us, which is awesome. Uh, they're going to be bringing out bands, um, their stage, entertainment. There's probably going to be a yoga class out there. Um, there's a concession area, so they're going to have beverages. Um, food trucks are going to be there. Um <clears throat> There's some potential for a lot of really kind of cool stuff, um, that you're not a, gonna be stacked on top of each other. Um, masks are expected, um, so, uh, make sure that you, uh, uh check that out. Uh, once again, it's October 17th, MTB, Iowa Bicycle Coalition dot ORG. Um, so that's the second thing that I wanted to talk about. Oh, but let me add why. Um, so, um, Coraville has been really active on building trails. And, uh, they've been building a lot of, uh, mountain bike, uh, facilities, which has been really cool. Um, out at Clear Creek, there's, it's kind of a bluff out there that, uh, it's, you know, Coraville's kind of flat. And then all of a sudden it just, it just, there's a, there's a big hill in the middle of this park. And, um, <clears throat> that's where the, the festival's going to be in. They've been, um, building some new, uh, mountain bike trails out there called flow trails, uh, gravity trails, uh, things like that. So basically there's a, there's an uphill climbing trail, uh, that you start that's, that's short and windy. It's, it's not a terrible climb. I do it pretty slow, but that's me. Anyhow, you get to the top and once you're at the top, you've got a couple choices of, of ways you can go down. And, uh, um, you start going down the hill and it's pretty much, uh, winds you around and down, and undulates up and down, and there's berms and turns and twists, and you don't have to pedal pretty much on the whole way down. Um, so it's just kind of this exciting, fun. It's a it's a short climb up, and then and then it's great, exhilarating uh, flow, as so to speak, down the hill. Um, and there's a couple different choices and a couple different levels of of uh, challenge and features and things like that out there. Uh, and then just a mile and a quarter away down a paved trail um is the drop-in point for uh what they call the woodpecker trail in Corvallis and it's about 6 miles of single track that's been built out in uh, kind of in the middle of town um i got to be honest i feel a little spoiled having uh, woodpecker so close um it's it's fairly flat um there's some undulations and twists and turns and some challenges um, and there's a little uh, skills park area out there where you can kind of play around on some, um, uh, some uh, obstacle things that they got uh, planted out there um, that kind of ramps and, and undulations and things. They're pretty cool. Um, and then uh, you can loop around this trail. Uh, there's even kind of a of rock garden and sometimes stream crossing that you can go through. And then uh, it loops back around through a, a trailhead parking lot that has bathrooms and and facilities and things like that. Even, even one of those uh, kind of workstations out there. So if you need to uh, change your tire pressure and such. But, um, you know, they've got, you know, oh, probably six, eight miles of trail that's sitting out there in the middle of, of the city. Uh, that you wouldn't guess it. Uh, how to get there? We'll, we'll, of course, have stuff on our website, but if you're familiar, um, it's, uh, you take Highway 6, um, through Corville and as if you're heading towards Tiffin, once you get past Lowe's, uh, there's a left turn that goes off to the quarry, and that'll go to Creekside Park. There should be some signs up that say Creekside Park, um, and you'll just follow the, the road and the signs out there, um, and it should be just a, a great opportunity. Uh, to enjoy some mountain biking. Uh, Something different for you road riders out there, but uh, something that's a whole lot of fun. Um, I'll also add out there that I see a lot of cyclocross bikes, and I see a lot of fat bikes, and and, uh, a lot of different bikes out there. So if you don't, uh, uh, I probably wouldn't bring your carbon carbon road bike out there, but uh, if you have a different bike that you want to try, a hybrid or whatever, um, don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, yeah, uh, there may even be some demos out there. Where we're working on some of those things. Bikes are a little hard to come by if you haven't noticed. Um, but we're going to try to, to get some, some opportunities to, to ride some bikes out there. <clears throat> All right. That's it for item number two. Um, I want to talk about item number three. Um, this is the save the date notice, um, um, Our uh, winter bicycling conference, the Iowa Bicycle Summit, is going to be moving ahead as planned, but we're going to go with an online conference. Um, This uh, certainly, and this is one of the discussions we've had around the office, is that we don't want it to be just a webinar where you just sit in front of a YouTube. We want this to be a conference that you can participate in. And and normally the Iowa Bicycle Summit uh, is for engineers and planners and, and kind of a continuing education track on, on bicycle facilities. Um, that isn't the case this year. We're widening this out, so we tackle a lot of different topics. Um, so there's going to be kind of three core areas that if you're looking for If you're looking for that continuing education track for engineers and planners, we're going to have that, just like we've always had before. Uh, But it's going to be on online sessions, which are going to be really great. Um, And then there's going to be uh, a, a, a section for advocates. Um, So if you're looking to learn about bicycle advocacy or if you're looking to learn about ways to get on a bike and and things that you might find interesting, places that you haven't visited and people that you need to connect with, we're going to have that. Uh, And then the third part is we're going to have a Safe Routes to School conference. So we're working with communities across the state uh, to encourage more kids to walk or ride bicycles to and from school. Um, so we need to, uh, we need to continue to work on that. In fact, we're working, uh, Jared's working on what we call the travel tally, uh, which is coming up here, uh, soon. Uh, we already ask schools to record on a particular day how many kids are walking to school, how many kids are biking, how many kids are taking a car, how many are carpooling, and how many take the bus. And that information is really important because we want to move that needle. We want more young people to bike and and uh, and be active. And so that's a, a good opportunity for for uh, bicycling and a good place where we're investing dollars from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. Anyhow, uh, those are the three big things that we got coming up. First of all, I want you to register to vote because the election's going to be coming up before we know it. Go to iowabicyclecoalition.org slash vote. Uh, second of all, on October 17th, we're going to have the Iowa Mountain Bike Festival. Learn more at mtb.iowabicyclecoalition.org. And then finally, save the date January 28th, 29th, and 30th for the Iowa Bicycle Summit. You can learn more at iowabicyclesummit.com. Uh, that's bicycle spelled out, but iowabicyclesummit.com. Wow. This was uh, this was a short one, but I tried to jam-pack it with a lot of information. We've reached the end of another Just Go Bike podcast. I want to make sure that you turn into this podcast for new shows each and every week. We got a whole variety of things happening. And uh, it's been a lot of fun and a lot of uh, interesting topics that we've explored along the way. Make sure you subscribe to whatever your favorite podcast listening is uh, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all those things are available. Uh, so make sure that you uh you make sure that that's uh that's up there, and uh, you get this uh, podcast coming to you live fresh each and every week anyhow, I'm your host Mark Wyatt once again with the Iowa Bicycle coalition and I appreciate everybody out there. I want to make sure it's safe I want to make sure that you check the charges on your bike lights because uh, it's gonna get dark a little earlier and a little more earlier and a little more earlier every day so make sure that you're visible out there uh, especially in those darker hours thanks a lot for listening we'll see you next time